Thanks for praying with us today. It's March 4th, and we have entered the third week of Lent. Let's begin today with the miracle of Lanciano. One of the most famous and earliest recorded Eucharistic miracles happened in Lanciano, Italy, in the 8th century. According to tradition and written records, when a Basilian monk experienced doubts about the real presence of Jesus Christ in the Eucharist, the host and wine were transformed into flesh and blood as he prayed the words of the consecration at Mass. Word about this miracle quickly spread. Centuries later, the elements of flesh and blood were released for scientific testing with permission from the Vatican. Dr. Eduardo Linoli was commissioned for the study. Dr. Linoli concluded that the flesh and blood examined were of human origin. The blood was type AB. The host was a piece of a human heart. And there was no trace of salt or preservatives. A scientific commission appointed by the Higher Council of the World Health Organization, WHO, verified Dr. Linoli's research in 1973. Dr. Eduardo Linoli, a professor of anatomy and pathological histology of chemistry and clinical microscopy, presented his findings on this day in 1971. Our gospel continues the story of Peter's denial. Let's listen. Just as Peter was saying this, the cock crowed, and the Lord turned and looked at Peter, and Peter remembered the word of the Lord, how he had said to him, Before the cock crows today, you will deny me three times. He went out and began to weep bitterly. Luke Chapter 22, verses 60 to 62. The presence of Jesus always brings healing. Earlier at his arrest, it was the servant's ear. Here, it's Peter's soul. After the third denial, Jesus looks at Peter to remind him of what he had said earlier. I'm praying for you. As Luke describes it, Jesus saw and heard all three denials. Remember the feeling when, after I've said something not complimentary about someone, I realize that they overheard it? That's how Peter felt when he saw Jesus across the way. He was crushed. But Peter, unlike Judas, to not die by suicide. I don't know what happened next. Peter is not seen again until after the resurrection, but he must have poured out the awful truth to the other disciples. They must have done what we all must do when someone tells us of their failures, acknowledge the shortcoming, and open our arms wide in mercy. One without the other will not work. Jesus is with me, in the courtyard of my life, not off somewhere else. And he looks at me, not as a spectator, but with love. He's pulling for me. To remember he's with me as I go through a day 
might change a few things. Maybe a lot of things. Spend some quiet time with the Lord.